1: Welcome, everybody, to the Hammer and Rails podcast. Once again, I am your host, Andrew Ledman.
2: And I'm Casey Bartley.
1: And we are here with two special guests who, if you read the site at all, you probably know. Uh, first off, we have Travis Miller, high overlord of uh, Hammer and Rails. How you doing, Travis? I'm
3: good. I, 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 it's weird to be a guest on a uh, function of the website that I started, so I'm happy to be here. Hey, we're in charge now, old man.
1: All right. Second, Kyle Holderfield, uh, writer extraordinaire, dog dad, and regular dad. How are you doing, Kyle?
4: Uh, Absolutely exhausted. Uh, Forewarning, if you hear a baby crying in the background, um, just tune it out for a few seconds. She'll be okay.
2: Yeah, we'll mute, mute, Travis.
1: (laughs) All right, so tonight we're going to bring you something a little different. We are going to do a draft. This is not going to be your normal draft. This is going to be a Purdue basketball all-time players draft. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, we are going to do 10 total rounds between the four of us. Um, the first nine rounds, it's a free-for-all. The 10th round is going to be draft your favorite walk-on.
2: Can I make so, an argument that you can draft your walk-on at any yeah, yeah. level?
1: You can draft your walk-on at any level. You want Tommy Loose round one, pick one,
2: go for it, you know? That's on you. There's only one royalty in the Boilermaker land.
1: Exactly. So round 10 is going to be choose your walk-on, and we are defining walk-on as someone who started as a walk-on. If Painter gave him a scholarship later, if Katie gave him a scholarship later, doesn't matter. They started as a walk-on, they're a walk-on. So we have got nine regular rounds, one walk-on round. We've got four people drafting, and we are going to do a serpentine draft. So I'm sure everyone out there knows what that is. Um So, I've got all four of our names in a random name generator. No one, including me, has any idea how these are going to go. I'm going to hit randomize, and that is going to be our draft order. You folks ready?
2: Come on. Let's go. All right. Randomize. Oh, yes. I got number
1: one. No. No. It's me, and then Kyle, and then Casey, and then Travis. Okay, I got the let me put these on the board.
4: I want to recount.
1: I mean, you're second.
4: My first loser.
1: Well, all right. I'm sure Travis would switch, would you? Nope. All right, so this is great because this <laughs> means I go first. Uh, and I think it's pretty obvious who's going to be the number one pick. It is Tommy Luce. It's Tommy Luce. No. <laughs> Obviously, it is going to be Glenn Robinson. I don't think I really need to explain this pick other than Glenn Robinson is the most dominant basketball player I have ever seen uh, play in person. Uh, The dude was just a beast. Averaged over 30 points a game his last year. I mean, just one of the greatest players I've ever seen. Number one pick coming out of Purdue. So, Glenn Robinson. There will be no argument that this is a bad pick, so...
3: It's, well, it's, I think, it's I think we need to throw in his uh, – I think we need to throw in his correct staple of he would regularly take on guys one on five and just dominate even five guys against one.
1: I can't even imagine. can't even imagine. If he was on the court, I'd just walk away. Like, what am I going to do? I'm going to do nothing. I'll, I'll tell you. All right, Kyle, because there's no argument with my pick. hurts.
2: I'm still reeling.
4: <laughs> well, you're hey, – I think <laughs> – yeah, and I think Casey's going to be happy um, who he's going to get because I, I don't know who he, who he thought he was going to get. I'm going to go ahead, um, and I am going to take uh, Joe Barry Carroll, okay? Excellent. Over, over Excellent. Rick Mount, Excellent over Rick Mount on the sole fact that Purdue prides themselves on big men, and I wanted a big guy uh, protecting the paint, rebounding the ball, and he can score. Yeah.
2: Anytime you can take the fourth best center in school
1: history
4: first. Whoa! He was a number one pick out of college. Number one overall pick. I know we're stopping at their Purdue career. Also had a decent NBA career, but 17 and a half points for his career at Purdue. You know, almost 10 rebounds per game. I, I, I just had to had to go with him. He was number two on my board. I, I, I flip flop between he and Rick Mount, but. I just wanted a, a staple in Purdue and that's having a big man. So that's mine. Is Rick I think Mount two
2: on everyone's uh, everyone's board? No, JBC was mine. But Is Rick Mount third then?
1: I'm not going to tell you. We'll <laughs> see.
2: I hate <laughs> my Maybe, pick. Maybe Travis, you wanna, Travis, you want to trade spots? There is no
1: trading spots. <laughs> I'm the commissioner of this draft and I am vetoing that. Just like you can't. <laughs> Just like uh, that trade to the Clippers a few years back. Oh. Not going to happen.
3: With the mention of the Clippers, I have to give a fuck, Paul George. It's required by law.
2: Yeah, I I just got to oh. – do I have to bite the bullet and do it? Your third,
4: third pick, you got to do whatever you're going to do. Go ahead and take Carson Edwards. That's We know what you're going to do. I really want to. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I really want to. Oh, this Come one hurts. Come on. Oh. <sighs> I really can't just
1: delay. Am I gonna have to put a timer on the clock? Yeah,
4: no. you might. No. Uh um, like watching the initial draft.
2: Oh, I hate this already. <laughs> I'm gonna do Rick Mount. I I don't I guess I have to. Yeah. That makes sense. That's a good one. I don't feel good about it. It's not how I play basketball think. nowadays.
1: Yeah, but think like he's one of the best shooters, if not the best shooter in college basketball. You're right. And you add a three-point line and imagine how many points you could get.
3: You're not wrong.
1: I mean, they didn't play defense back then, you know. But Rick
3: Mount is 74 years old, and I would take him on my team at this very second because of his to jump picks shot. Then. <laughs> <laughs> not how it
1: works. All right, Travis. <laughs> All right, Travis, you're up.
3: Uh, I think I'm gonna have to go with Carson. Um, ah. Who? Uh, Carson would be the all-time leading scorer at Purdue had he stayed all four years, Uh, and just that performance against Virginia nearly single-handedly took us to a final four. my pick back. Too bad. Uh, No, that's (laughs) not how it works. You had a chance. You lost. I don't feel bad for you. (laughs) Yeah, I
1: mean, like, so I was thinking about this earlier, and it's an interesting question because both Carson and Rick Mount dominated at their time in college. I mean, there's no question, Mm -hmm. but like in a one-on-one game, clearly you're going to take Carson because, you know, just the times are different. It's a different style of basketball. Carson takes care of his body in a better way than Rick Mount did when he played. We just know more about the body and how to get in better shape. So, when you're comparing these eras like this, it's so difficult to say, you know, so and so is the better player. So I try to keep that in mind as I look at these lists.
3: But yeah, it, it, Carson. Carson's my guy. I, I got to roll with him. He just phenomenal. I would. I would love to have seen what he could have done with another year at Purdue. Just the scoring numbers he would have put up. It would have been phenomenal. And, uh, yeah. And since I get the fifth pick as well, since we're doing a serpentine draft.
1: Rolling right along. Look, he, look, I know you can't see him on the
3: podcast, but he has got the biggest grin on his face right now. And yes. he is ready. Uh, I am going to give us 4,000 total points of scoring oh, no. No, in my backcourt. Do I'm it. picking each one more. No! I'm, he took everything i away, man. God, this
1: hurts! I, I mean, ugh. That was a fit. That's a great pick. That's a great pick.
3: Uh, I mean, give me Carson and Moore just bombing away on folks. And uh, if you're gonna, you know, if you're gonna go with the modern style of basketball, two of Purdue's best three-point shooters and two of Purdue's most versatile guards. You, you put Carson up there with Etuan just being able to kick out for threes or drive on his own or anything else. And oh my goodness, it's it's bliss. It's beautiful. It's erotic basketball. It's everything that you're looking for.
1: I mean, I, that's just a great set of picks right there. It's, I can't argue that's with team that. That's the I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, that's, like, that's the best thing about being fourth in a serpentine draft of four people because you get two picks in a row, and you can grab someone like Carson Edwards and then immediately get Etuan, and it's just like, oh, that's really good.
2: I'm taking Robbie Hummel. Oh, all right.
4: Ooh. Go I like Quick. You taking um, a couple extra kneecaps with you? Or...
2: Uh, he was still pretty good his, his final season. Yeah, you're right. He
4: was pretty good. I'm up. I,
2: yeah, I just he's like right. his versatility too much. He's too smart, doesn't turn it over. He can play with anyone.
4: Even post-Kansas no post- City go so. He did almost do that. Seemingly. I'm going to go with. <laughs> Oh, see, we're getting see. We're, Ledman, you were talking about this before this. It's like it's already getting to like nut cutting time. I'm gonna take. I'm just gonna dominate on the glass. I'm going Terry Dishinger. Ooh. Oh dang! For so 14 he was, he rebounds was... per game, I believe uh... at six seven. So I'm just gonna go just just dominate on the glass. He scored well too. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead with Terry. That's good. That's good. He
1: was high up on my list too. Oh yeah, he
4: did finish twenty-eight with twenty-eight points per game in one season, too, so that works.
1: Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. Okay, so I guess it's my turn now. And I'm kind of amazed this guy's still on the board. Uh one of the smartest players to ever play at Purdue. A multiple All American. The wizard. Yeah. John Wooden.
4: Oh yeah. Ooh.
3: I mean, I'm curious about this pick, especially since he played so long ago, and we don't even have an idea of what his game actually was Yeah,
1: like. but you got to compare him to who he played against at the time, and you just look at the accolades that he received, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. a multiple, multiple All-American, uh, and obviously, he's incredibly intelligent about the game. He knows what he's doing. He can be your coach on the floor. Because we talked about picking a coach for each team, but I think we scrapped that idea. So if you can have a mind like John Wooden out there leading your team, I mean, I'll take that. Um, I mean, yeah, he's going to be probably uh, get his doors blown off by Carson or Etwan, But uh, luckily, he's got Glenn Robinson to help him out on my team. So I think he'll be just fine.
4: Yeah. Uh, Terry Disher, I just looking up more on him. You know, his, his last year at Purdue, thirty points per game and thirteen point four rebounds. It's 3 times All-American. Uh, that's a that's a good value pick in the second round. Uh, my next guy, I'm going to go with is Dave Shieldhouse. Oh I think there's two people. Whoa, oh, whoa. I'm letting uh, me go back to bat. Yeah, it's it's right track. Track. that's right. You're the one. That's my fault. My bad. I, and I was,
3: draft... was going to say on John Wooden. I love me some John Wooden and everything, yeah, but a five foot ten guy from 1932 is not going to hang well in modern game of basketball. I'm sorry.
4: Carson's well, five foot 10 from 2017. Luckily, that's we don't. Carson Edwards, though.
1: Luckily, we don't have to rely on what he would play as now.
4: <laughs> so, um,
1: you know, we can we can at least take him. Like I said, you know, you compare him to the people he played with at the time, and he clearly was one of if. You know, one of the best players in college basketball for multiple, multiple years. So, I mean, I, I think even though you are right, he would get his doors blown off in a game of one-on-one. It's hard to argue that you you don't want a guy like him on your team, I think. No one, no one else? All right, good. <laughs> well, I'm, you know, I'm just making sure. So, this is going to be – I kind of want to draft Sheilhaus just to piss off – kyle
4: <laughs> I, that I would
1: hold on hold on he he's on my list but i don't know you don't know anything about him <laughs> basically i mean i know a vague sense of him but uh yeah i just i don't think so i mean he was a point guard um and i'm not going with that right now so i'm gonna go another old school guy um an actual a teammate of john Wooden. i'm going stretch murphy Ooh, no idea who that is <laughs> He, no, get this, get this. So I read about him today because, you know, I was looking up, like, all Americans at Purdue and trying to learn a little bit more about some of the older ones. And I'm like, I, I've seen the name Stretch Murphy. I've heard the name Stretch Murphy. I don't know anything about Stretch Murphy. Listen to how he's described, okay? Murphy was one of the game's first true big men at 6'6". <laughs> he was an insurmountable force on both ends of the court. Insurmountable force at a six six big man. But he was an all American, a consensus all American, two years in a row, junior year, senior year. Um, you know, he gets yeah, six six, I get it. But at the same time, going with the same argument I made with Wooden, you gotta compare him to the people they played with at the time. So a two time consensus all American, I will take that on my team any day of the week.
3: Well, we're going to have a great team to take on the Nazis at the 1936 Olympics.
1: Hey, look, look, you say that like it's a bad thing. I'll take a team that can take on the Nazis. Oh, that's funny. All
4: right. You already know mine. I think I might
1: know. Yeah, I think I might know. I'm all
4: American shooting guard, point guard guy averaged 32 points per game and 10 rebounds per game his last year on campus. Um, You know, first year he's 24 and a half and 11 rebounds per game. So from the guard position, he's double digits in rebound. I I need a score or two. And he was the last guy, according to Chris Foreman's brother, by the way, sports reference, which is fantastic. Um, He was the last guy that was above, I believe, that was available above 20 points per game for their career average. Career average, not not in season, not just one season. So that that's that's where I'm at. So Dave Shields. Out.
1: I think I mean I think that's good. That's a good pick. He's again he's one of those guys like
4: that. What's that? I feel like my team's not young enough. Like you're drafting guys who would be you know under. And I'm drafting guys that. you <laughs> Could have fought in Vietnam.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got the World War II team. You've got the Vietnam team.
2: Thankfully, the winner of this draft will be decided by Twitter. So a bunch of old people will be voting for you.
1: Yes. Yeah. What? Yeah. Twitter. The the social media dominated by old people.
2: <laughs> so my team is. I'm not happy with them. I I don't like my first pick. Good. No, so we don't like how my team is looking right now. Team. But now it's when and it. I'm going to take a guy here who I have to just well, take. at least you're taking a guy. I have, to take, I have to take someone to start making my team make sense. And I can make this work. I have two of the best shooters of all time on my roster. Two of the most efficient players ever in college basketball.
1: I notice you're stalling.
2: I'm taking Chris Kramer.
1: So, okay. I guess it, it does make sense for you to take Kramer with Mount and Hummel already on your team. Here's
2: why I'm taking Kramer. Everything he does makes Mountain Hummel's game better and everything they do makes his game better.
0: Yeah, you
1: can't you can't sag off Mountain Hummel. So you're going to give Kramer easy shots.
2: And I need I need someone who can guard everywhere. kramer on the defensive end
0: yeah
1: it was i mean it's electric that it it's one of the he's one of the maybe three or four guys you can you can say their defense turned games around
2: and he's got tournament moxie there was never a tournament that we were in that a game didn't happen that kramer didn't put his stamp on it yeah it took I mean, over think and won of, the texas a&m game
1: that's what i was exactly gonna say the
2: sliding steal at tennessee
1: early uh, on swim
2: move early on when he was on the ground and made the jumper from the free throw line against Florida shot from his knees yes so he's a gamer he's a player and i need defense
1: yeah you definitely need something i mean i think you're fine i think
3: you're fine all right travis you're up all right uh i need a big but even my old curmudgeonly anti-NBA self recognizes where the game is going these days. Nope, and no I want a rebounder, and I want a defender. And I'm going to go with a first-round draft pick. Oh, don't is. do it. Give me JJ. Oh. oh. I did not think that's where you were going. Wow. Uh, I, I just love JJ. I was almost going to go with Hammonds, but I think JJ stretches the floor a little bit. I thought you were going Caleb. So did I. No. Uh, he said uh, the word D. No, JJ, if you can give me JJ and one, uh, I'm also going to go with that continuity that they had playing together on the floor.
1: I was going to uh, say uh, he's got, got two thirds of the baby boilers now. Yes, I do. Luckily, and, Casey already has Hummel, so he can't like Thanos his complete set.
2: And I have the key that unlocked them those first few years.
3: Yes, that's true. Kramer. Uh, but yeah, JJ was just, you know, I love that he was able to add the three point uh, shot to stretch the floor his senior year. And the fact that both he and Twan, with all the doomsayers saying that we were screwed without Hummel, they still nearly won the Big Ten. They still earned a 3 seed to the NCAA before they got run off the floor by VCU uh, and possibly derailed by Kelsey Barlow, but I'm not going to get into that. He threw a
1: ball rack at someone, I heard.
3: (laughs) But yeah, uh, give me those two with Carson, and then I'm actually going to shift and go with the three-guard lineup since I've got the next pick as well. I want a distributor for all this talent that I have, so give me Bruce Parkinson. Dang. I
4: thought he was going to say Ronnie Johnson for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Too much sauce, buddy. Too much sauce. Oh, I'll well, right distribute Dang. this right into the CBI. <laughs> I went to the back. world's most premier tournament. I went to that game at Mackey, and it was the most pathetic thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I did too. I was there. I was saw us lose in the CBI. But, but Bruce Parkinson, Bruce Parkinson,
3: for the uninitiated, is actually Purdue's all-time assists leader. Uh, had his son play with us, uh, Austin Parkinson, later on, who's currently the women's coach at IUPUI, and just he's a he's a smart guard, a big guard, obviously knew how to distribute, and it would be interesting to see how. He would be able to play in today's game with the three point line spreading the floor when he was already a good passer. So.
1: Yeah, I think that's a. You got a pretty good team. I'm not gonna lie to you.
2: All right, so the draft is finally going my way, because I'm going to take the one guy that I wanted that I thought I could get late, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the reason beforehand.
1: The um, reason you thought you could get him later, the reason you wanted him.
2: The reason I wanted him. If you talk to almost anyone in Purdue recently. Who is the most talented player they play?
1: Ah, oh, dang! And I know who you're getting already.
2: AJ Hammonds. Yep. Fourth round pick, best defensive player in the history of Purdue.
3: Oh. I, I believe that was Kyle's pick at Joe Barry Carroll, but go on. Joe Barry
2: Carroll was slow. I don't know. He's if the you only I has a triple tape. with tape. Blocks. I watched tape on him. He's long and he's tall. He would get did carved you, out today. Yes. But Did you? Watch I watched. Tape? Him at Golden State and did you, in a playoff game against our uh, tournament game.
1: Did, did you go to the film room it's and cut that YouTube, yourself?
2: Ledman. I took notes. So, A.J. Hammonds, all of a sudden, my what looked like a defensive liability team now has the two greatest defenders maybe in Purdue history. Chris yeah. Kramer, A.J. Hammonds. Hammonds will just man the rim against anyone. Also has an uh, underrated offensive game. That's the pick of the draft.
1: Now, here's here's see, here's my problem with your pick. It's twofold. One, you never know what you're gonna get with AJ Hammonds as far as motivation goes. I'm
2: gonna call bullcrap. His senior year, consistent from the first game to the last.
1: I, I'm sorry, I didn't realize he only played one season and it was his senior year. We
2: get him. That's like, weird. Yeah, he left his senior year, and that's that's the Hammonds I'm getting. Senior year Hammonds.
1: Okay. All right. Fine. My second problem with with this pick for you is he's got to go up against Joe Barry Carroll. He's got to go up against somebody like Glenn Robinson, who is big and strong. Yes, Hammonds has some, some inches on him, but uh, I don't know if you've seen Glenn Robinson, but he dunked over Ostertag. I can't help who you drafted,
2: deal. Levin. Who else in Purdue history would have a better shot at slowing those guys down? Yeah, I mean, I guess. That's fine. You're fine. He is an answer. To a question in the a riddle yeah so no. basically you're drafting in
1: response to our great teams
2: so, like, we have to play weird. each other i needed a defensive center and ham's is the best one on the board
4: all right fine fine kyle you're up man yeah i'm i'm not gonna talk a whole lot about my guy fan favorite uh little guy big shorts jordan's all the time i'm gonna take lewis jackson
2: damn it i thought he would last longer
4: I just, I? One, of, one of my favorite players of all time, gritty, tough, um, one of the highest steal percentages of all time, Big Ten freshman uh, uh, team. He didn't, wasn't an All-American or anything like that, but I feel like I needed a, a glue guy, a point guard to, to distribute the ball to Sheila and Fishinger and Joe Barry Carroll and Boosh Jackson's my man.
2: That's a good pick.
3: That's. A very I good thought he pick. would go
1: longer. I, I did too. I was. I had him earmarked in like round seven, mm-hmm. hoping that he'd still be there. But I guess I that, was Blue Jack. that was I foolish. That was foolish. I love Blue Jack. Dang. All right. Well. So my the two point guards I wanted are now off the board. So that's not good for me. Um. All right. So looking at my team, I've got Glenn Robinson. I've got two guys from the 30s. Obviously, that can be problematic because you're like. What are they going to be able to do for you? No one really knows, right? I mean, we've we've read about them, but none of us were alive to watch them. I'm sure film exists somewhere other than that one picture of John Wooden with the ball in his hands where he's bent funny that we've all seen. I'm sure, you know, but I've not seen it. So I need someone who can do a little bit of everything. I need someone who can take some pressure off Glenn Robinson because – Dude can shoot from anywhere. He's going to score 30 points, but I need somebody who can spread the floor a little bit. So I am going to go with David Teague. Ooh, I like that. Okay. I like that. Great shooter, great defender, a leader on the floor. I mean, it, he, he was one of the two guys who basically saved a season for Matt Painter. Because him and uh, Landry both got injured and came back. And then suddenly that second year for Painter, he turned the whole thing around and got us to the NCAA tournament. And David Teague was a huge part of that.
2: So I think, Ledman, we should uh, recap who everyone has right now as we're one pick away from finalizing our starting lineup.
1: Sounds – well, you know, I agree, but sometimes starting lineups change depending on how – In theory,
2: our first five. Yeah, yeah.
1: All right, so – I will start with myself. I've got Glenn Robinson, John Wooden, Stretch Murphy, and David Teague. Kyle has Joe Barry Carroll, Terry Dissinger, Dave Sheelhaus, Lewis Jackson. Casey has Rick Mount, Robbie Hummel, Chris Kramer, and A.J. Hammonds. Travis has Carson Edwards, Etuan Moore, Jawan Johnson, and Bruce Parkinson. So that's where we are at after four rounds. And uh, we will take a break here with a word from our sponsors, and we will come back. I will be drafting in round five. Okay, and welcome back. We are heading into round five of our all-time men's basketball draft. Um, So we just did a recap before the break. Round five is beginning right now. It is my choice. I just drafted David Teague. Let's figure out where I'm going next. So as I said in my last pick, I've got Glenn Robinson. He can score all over the floor. I got David Teague. He's more of an outside shooter. He can also slash – And I've got John Wooden and Stretch Murphy, who God only knows, but they were multiple time All-Americans. I believe in them. Um, But that means I need someone who can at least go down low um, and do some banging and some bruising because I don't want Glenn Robinson down low the entire game. I need him all around the court, and I don't want him getting in foul trouble by facing somebody like Joe Barry Carroll or A.J. Hammons or even Juwan Johnson, although Juwan, I think, would maybe get crumpled a bit by a guy Glenn's kind of. Wait. Um, so I'm actually going to go with David Teague's buddy, Carl Landry, with my next pick. You're taking Carl Landry over Caleb Swanigan. Yeah, and I'll tell you why. Uh, Caleb Swannigan can rebound. There is no doubt. But I need somebody who can do a little bit more than that. And a lot of what Swannigan did was get bunnies around the rim miss a shot and get his own rebound miss two shots get his own rebound and I need somebody who's not just padding stats I need somebody I, who's out there getting buckets
2: I don't remember support for me when I was railing against one as a, a freshman as a, hey
1: you remember you and I were on the same page we even, I, we even recorded part of a podcast about it that I believe you failed to record <laughs> and so doesn't exist so it didn't happen
4: uh, yeah, so Kyle, so then, you are up next. I didn't want to draft early again. Um, I'm going with, you know, I got these, I got all these, I got the big guy down low. I got Lewis Jackson distributing the ball to these shooters. I think I need to add another shooter. And I'm going to take a 2,000-point score, over 45% from three for his career. I'm going Troy Lewis. Solid pick. Solid pick. Hmm. That was. Uh, I, I wavered between them other guys, but I, I feel like the 2,000 points for his career and 45%, you know, 3-point percentage for his career just outweighed it all.
1: Yeah, I debated taking him over Teague, but uh, it's one of those I saw Teague in person and have, like, a, a sentimental feeling about David Teague, so that's why I chose him over there, over Troy Lewis.
4: Yep, absolutely. I get it. Uh, I, I, I want to take, like, Players that just graduated years ago, but I'm like, I got to stop.
2: <laughs> From that right. elite, 18, or the elite 18, excuse me. I, I am stuck between three players. Well, good thing you get a draft one. I know. So I think I'm going to take, I watched some tape on this guy. Uh, watched about half a game. Saw quite a bit that I liked. Ugh. <sighs> I, don't feel great. Actually, I can't.
1: I can't wait to hear what this is. The just the the stalling every time. I'm just loving it.
2: I wasn't around for a lot of these guys. Okay.
1: Remember, guys, Casey is 11 years old.
3: I am very young. <laughs> <laughs> All right. John Allison was great. Casey, you can get John Allison right. I've now.
1: heard Matt Matt Tendam is still on the board.
2: I'm oh, going to right? take that Troy kid, Lewis's backcourt feet. partner, Everett Stevens. Oh, yeah. solid choice. Debated one, on him. He will be my point guard for this team. He does a little bit of everything. Shoots, defends, finishes. Um just all around solid player. Um that, on a very that, successful team.
1: That means we're down to one amigo.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> my, <laughs> the, the okay. Silence.
3: No, I mean the three amigos, hello. I,
2: I, well, if you would have said Uno amigo.
3: I think no, I'm the no, only no. one alive. I'm the only one old enough al- that was alive. I didn't know he was an Amigo. I knew, there was,
2: I knew there were three Amigos. I didn't know who they were.
3: Yeah.
1: he. It's Troy Lewis, Everett Stevens, and Todd Mitchell.
2: That makes sense. Great.
1: Exactly. Man. Uncultured swine.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Juan, because I know that's his catchphrase. So, <laughs> All right. So it's my pick. Um... You guys left him out here, so I'm taking him. Give me Biggie. Uh, just, I, I've always loved Biggie's game. I want a bruiser. I want a guy that's going to do all the dirty work. I want a guy that loves to rebound, and he's not going to totally clog up the lane because he did at least have. He was a threat to shoot from three. So uh, uh, yeah. was he? I mean, he, he would at least percentage was very high
2: as second as last year.
1: I would still take my chances about leaving him unguarded. It didn't work. Like, uh, If he's going to be a volume three-point shooter, I'm going to
3: leave him open. I'm not looking for a volume guy. I'm looking for a guy. He gets two to three good looks a game and give it a shot. Uh, and, and that's what I want. That's what I want to see out of like produce fours and fives is can you step out and hit one or two just to keep defenses honest? And that's that's kind of what I'm looking for with Biggie. And then uh, I also realize that guard play is critical and I need some shooters. I need some guys that are going to fill it up from long range. So with my next pick, I want a guy that has the balls, the cojones, to go into Bloomington. I think I know where you're going. Cards. Give me Chattel. <laughs> yep. There I am. I mean, more than 200 made threes. He's got a clip that will live forever in Purdue fans' hearts for just silencing the crowd in Bloomington. Give me that guy. I I want him. I want him on the team, and uh, he's going to be my sixth man off the bench just to shoot threes. I could watch that clip of him breaking every fan in Assembly Hall's heart every
1: day, and it just just brightens my day every day.
2: For the record, Caleb Swanigan was 38 of 85 from three his sophomore year. That's not horrible. That's 45%. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, these
1: comments are directed at Leibniz. I know who they're directed at. (laughs) I'm just saying, I think if I have my choice, I would leave him a little more open than I would most folks. Because I'm not sure that percentage is going to hold true if you shoot a lot more than that.
2: Numbers say you're wrong. He was an All-American. I I, I think he is a bona fide great value there. I'm not saying he's bad. Okay. Uh, I believe it's my turn now. Yes, sir. Once again, I am between a few things. I, 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 I don't know if either of the two picks that I want to make, anyone is going to think about making next. Because I think there's a lot of big men on the board that are so you're, clearly you're debating the better
1: place. At this point. What? You're debating value at this point. You're trying to I think. Am. Can I hold on to this pick until like round nine? I am.
2: So, I'm doing a little thing in my head, and I'm like, which player could I not live without? And, th- and there's one answer. And I think this is going to be the first the first pick that everyone's going to go, oh, f***.
1: <laughs> okay. That's, you're setting a high bar here. Jaden Ivey. Oh, bad.
2: Hi, guys. This is Casey Bartley here with Hammer and Rails, and we are going to cut this draft into a couple podcasts. It was just too long to put all together, so... As you saw, we left a little cliffhanger. Um, The rest of the picks, we will get up on Thursday morning. Uh, Why don't you go ahead and do us a favor, though, while you're waiting. Click subscribe, like, review, all the things you can do to podcast, help us out. And go ahead and go to uh, Hammer and Rails or follow us on Twitter to give your opinion on how the draft's going so far. Thanks. We'll see you on Thursday.